0: Something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. (laughs) You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Agent. I am your host, John H., happy to be back with you once again on the main stage. I'll be your tour guide this evening as we take a somewhat satirical journey down the path of murder, destruction, and the extermination of the humans on this planet, a forced march into obsolescence thrust upon us by a global satanic death cult of pedophiles. That about sums it up now, doesn't it? Hopefully my voice will bear with me and I suppose bear with us this evening as I forgot to bring any water in here and it's been a, about uh two and a half weeks since I did one of these things. If you've not already done so, anomicage.com, PayPal.me forward slash anomicage, patreon.com forward slash anomicage as well. We got a lightning link down there at the bottom, and we've also got a subscribe by email link. I uh I can't recommend those those enough, especially subscribe by email. I actually – I kind of inadvertently did that so I get the emails too when I put out new content. And it's just kind of nice to know that that things are working because the app, I think, it seems to be working better now. I don't know what's up, but I'm not complaining. So the app's working supposedly. So nevertheless, paypal.me forward slash AnomicAge, patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. I heard this on another program the other day. Someone called in and mentioned this, that uh, basically you don't need, you know, one or two million dollar donors, or in my case, hundred dollar (laughs) donors. That'd be cool even. But you just need a lot of people throwing a couple bucks here and there each month to sort of keep things afloat. And I couldn't agree more. So if you got a couple bucks, I'm not saying you need to become a patron and give me a hundred bucks a month or anything like that, but, you know. If everybody out there listening to my voice is throwing like 2 bucks a month, I think we'd actually be out of the red as far as the show goes. So that'd be pretty cool. But you know, <clears throat> I'm never one of those people to sort of uh to shake the hat or the proverbial plate at people. But if you do have the quan, I I would appreciate it. Is what I'm trying to say. Dale Smith, have mercy my man. Thank you for joining us. I'm stoked to have Dale with us, at least in the chat version of the Anomicase tonight. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. I've missed you, too, as well, man. I've, uh... I don't know. I've gone dark in the past few weeks. Oh, my goodness. I suppose uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got a little sick. And it turned into a, a little bit more sick. Yeah, I came home on a Thursday... And I, I told the family, you know, I don't feel all too well. And I don't never, I don't, I never need a thermometer. <laughs> I don't never. I don't never need a thermometer, I tell you. <laughs> no, I don't need a thermometer to know when I'm, I got a fever and all that stuff. My wife's obsessed with thermometers, but myself, I'm like, yeah, I don't feel good. I think I got a fever. So I, I lay down on like a Thursday night and I woke up on a, I mean, I woke up here and there, but intermittently I woke up on like a Saturday And, yeah, I'm the worst. I just don't eat for days, and I just sleep for days until the whole thing sort of subsides. And it subsided, and then it went respiratory, as it kind of always does with me. So uh, there was that. That took me out of the game for about a week and a half. Had to tie all the loose ends up at the workplace, and then we are hit uh, kind of smack dab in the middle of this old Christmas fiasco. So there was that. It was my birthday as well. On the seventeenth, and uh, got a, a whole lot of well wishes and uh, happy birthdays from people online. Ironically enough, way more than I did in person. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, anyway, it was just sort of duly noted. So the birthday went off without a hitch on the seventeenth. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm going to touch on this this evening and just sort of stay here. <clears throat> In the darkness, if you will, because there's uh, the usual buffet of buffoonery, the smorgasbord, smorgasbord of idiocy that I could get into, but I kind of just, I kind of just think, why? You know, I'm going to try to limit myself to 20 minutes this evening, but we'll see. I'm always a little long-winded, especially when it's been a while. So, uh, yeah. Nevertheless. I've just been sort of disillusioned. I mean, the title of this episode this evening is anticlimactic. I mean, that's how I felt on my birthday. I felt my birthday was quite anticlimactic, but it was more than that. It, it was just so much more than that. And, and I think it's all just been anticlimactic lately. And uh, I'm, I've just tried my best to distance myself from the from the media, from the news, from Kind of the usual suspect shows that I would get information from and stuff. I've just taken a break. And every time I get sick, I kind of take a break and a big breath. And um, kind of a big step back. Because it's weird, man. Like, being sick is kind of cool. It's like, man, I get to just not deal with nonsense for a couple days. Whoo, this is great, you know? And... And every time I get those breaths and breaks, I just um, – I'm not saying I bask in it or anything. But I am saying I just sort of – I take it because I don't, I don't treat myself as I should most of the time. And I don't take the breaks when I need to and I should. So when I get that opportunity, I just sort of say, "Ah, oh, let me take a break. Let me not listen to any of this news mess. Let me just – let me just be one of the drones for a moment and watch horror movies and old, old TV shows and just sort of uh, not, not live in the reality that is our reality, if that makes any sense, folks. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've kept up with the nonsense, and it's, just, it's all just bull to me. I'm just so jaded and so angry and just so apathetic towards the whole thing, to be honest with you. I really am, folks. And every time I take a break, I think, why am I doing this? Why am I here? And does it all matter? And I don't know. I don't really think it does. I think this is all some sort of bizarre therapy in some weird way, actually. But uh, that's just me, I suppose. So nevertheless, here I am. And there you are. So we'll do it, I suppose. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about the darkness a bit because I'm not going to talk about the news. I mean, the news is it just is what it is, folks. It's not going to get any better. I'm just of the mind and opinion at this point in the game uh, to just bring it. Please, God, please, Lord in heaven, just bring it, please. That's where I'm at right now. I mean, I'm at, you know, let's go ahead and have um, global, if not American Revolution 2.0, or let's have the fire, the brimstone, and uh, the Lord returning, please. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm just tired of it all, really. I'm sick of it, folks. I don't want to cover it. I just, it nauseates me to the core. And to be honest with you, just immersing yourself in the social media, at least for me, is even more irritating, revolting, and otherwise repulsive. It just irritates me to the core, too, man. I never had social media before this show. I mean, I, I did in college, as far as, you know, silliness like was it MySpace. <laughs> there was something, it was uh, a precursor that called Friendster. You know, yeah, that sort of stuff. But after that, I was like, I'm done with this. Why would I waste my time on this m- malarkey? And that's where I'm at now, man. I'm just so just sick of it. It's it's just life except digital. It's just so silly, man. There's all these people. Every holiday now, and I realize that this is just part of the, the show. I mean, I get that people buy into this and believe it. And to me, it's just it's further derision and division. It's just... Uh, Oh, this holiday is horrible and satanic and bad, too. And this holiday is horrible and satanic and bad. I mean, it used to be just Halloween that people would give me flack for. Like, oh, you can't celebrate Halloween. It's occultic. It's Celtic. It's terrible. They're sacrificing kids and cats and witches and brews and all this bullshit. <clears throat> and and that was I- irritating enough. But, uh, but now it's Christmas, too. And uh, I'm sure it'll be Easter in a couple months, too. They're all bad. And of course, all the communists will tell you how bad Thanksgiving is. So I mean, it's just—it's just all b- Boulder Dash to me at this point, folks. I won't give you the name, but I'll, I'm perhaps going to be on a show here in a couple, couple days, couple weeks. I don't know, but. Anyway, they put out a nice piece on this, sort of just discussing, like, it's all the intent. That's really what it is, folks. Well, there's this passage and that passage and there's this translation, that translation. I'm just done with it, folks. I don't bleeping care. I'm so done with it, folks. I'm sick of the pharisaical nonsense. I'm sick of the, the legalistic bull of it all. I just don't stinking care. I think it is, in fact, all intent. So if I go out there and celebrate all of these holidays because they are all occultic, they're all Greek, they're all Roman, they all have their pagan roots. And I said this when I covered the Halloween thing. But, folks, if you want to get all down to it, so does every single day of the week, every month of the year, our calendar, the whole nine yards. Is all predicated on occultic Greco-Roman darkness. So, you know, I mean, at what point do you just call BS on the whole thing? You know, <laughs> or do you just keep saying, oh, I'm not going to celebrate Christmas because it's satanic." Oh, well, I'm not going to call Monday Monday, or you know, and it's just—it's all just boulder dash folks. I am just so blipping sick of it. I just want to vomit. So there's that side of the internet, and then there, there's of course the other side that's uh, Trump's back in. He's gonna save us, and it's all gonna be great. And uh, oh yeah, all the conspiracy theorists are now the people that told you so, and they're all right. And I mean, I had to look this up the other day with the uh, Carrie Lake in in Arizona and Herschel Walker in uh, in Georgia, because I just put the whole thing in the waste. Been because that's where it should be because it doesn't matter but yeah they didn't win their elections and they're still uh wringing of hands and gnashing of teeth over all that and i was just like man i can't believe people are still caring about this because it doesn't matter folks all branches of government are stolen so what you gonna do brother <laughs> when the new world order comes down on you you're not gonna do bleep that's what you're gonna do folks because all the elections have been stolen at, at the very least since 2018. Nobody did bleep then. Nobody's going to do bleep now. So, you know, so what? <laughs> yeah, we know they're stolen. Yeah, duh. <laughs> you know? All these people are like, oh, the conspiracy theorists are right. Oh, oh, Elon Musk's released all this data, bro, and insert... Bong sounds here, and you were all proven right, man. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, no bleep, man. Of course, <laughs> like, I, I get this weird thing. Like, did people really doubt the facts all this time? Did they doubt themselves? Did they doubt their own evidence gathering, or is it just some, I don't know? Like, do they need the pat on the head? Do they need the Pavlovian biscuit that is now <clears throat> given to them? By the power structure is that it i mean i don't know man i'm just like it's all a big so what so what so what so what <laughs> that old song by uh yeah if this desk keeps doing that i'm going to break this drawer off and fling it in the yard yeah the old song by anti Noerly, i believe so what so what so what so what so what Anyway, I said I wasn't going to talk about the news and 14 minutes in and I'm still talking about the bull. But I really just wanted to talk about the darkness, folks, the darkness, the darkness that envelops your soul. <laughs> or at least it does mine. I don't know. I tend to be a bit melancholy, sometimes a little bit morose, a little dark. And I love the winter. It is Wonderful right now in North Carolina. I am so happy. I think it's like low twenties right now here in the ILM on the coast. So you can imagine it's even colder as you as you moved westward into the uh into the Piedmont and the mountain regions. Anyway, I am happy as I could be. I love the winter. I hate the holidays, but I love the winter. So that's what I've been saying to myself the last few days. What I just and overcome with uh, anger, I think, well, you know, at least it's not 100 degrees with 100% humidity. It's pretty all right. And I just wanted to touch on that a little bit, folks, because I've been dark lately. I've been dark as as can be for the last few weeks, you know. I think it always starts on my birthday, and it just it grows. I tell everybody that asks, which isn't many. Yeah, I'm pretty miserable until after February. So after we get through the Valentine's Day, the birthdays, and the other mess, it ends up being about February 20th. And I take a big exhale again, and I think, man, this is great. If only I had all those weeks off that I urinated away for Christmas and the other mess. That'd be nice right about now, wouldn't it? Yeah, I just get dark, folks. I really do. I get dark with the holiday mess, the joke level, let's all buy gifts, let's all... Uh, do things out of obligation rather than doing things out of love, rather than doing things out of caring. It's all a big obligation fest for the month of December for the most part, and it just it rubs me the wrong way. It really does. And I think if if we were actually doing things that we wanted to do with the people we wanted to do them with and actually having that quality time rather than running all over the stupid uh, county, getting nonsense and trinkets and trivial uh, mess, I think I'd probably hate the holidays a lot less. But I think another factor of this is that it just gives me a a, a brief pause. It gives me time to reflect, which is good for some people. I don't know if it's ever really good for me, but it does give me me that time to reflect, and I I always kind of reflect on the whole thing and go, man, I haven't really done a whole leap of a lot. (laughs) I don't know. That's just me, man. That's just me. Dale, good lord, man, I love you. Thank you, man. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that at all. But I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Thank you, Dale Smith. You got I got to get this gentleman back on the show. I swear. We were we were doing it there for a couple of weeks in a row. Thank you so much, Dale. That's all I can say, man. Thank you. But yeah, that whole darkness thing is real. And don't get me wrong folks, I'm not suicidal, not even a little bit. <clears throat> but uh I can understand the darkness that people kind of fall into the funk of the holidays. For me it's just having more time to reflect and I always kind of reflect on man I should have done this and I could have done that and uh <laughs> you know that whole I could have been a contender thing, and I could have been a contender that old on the waterfront. Marlon Brando classic. I could have been a contender. And I do often think that. And I think that especially when I have time to reflect. I think it's kind of, you know, there's an old bad religion song. I just want to get off. And it's not get off in that sense. It's get off the merry-go-round of life. Get off the the treadmill of nonsense. And I think once at least for me, once when I have a, a moment to get off the treadmill of nonsense, and I think it was sort of coupled in with getting sick and having a little bit more time to just sort of reflect. You reflect and you think, well, bleep, is this it? You <laughs> know, And and New Year's is always a humdinger as well. I mean, I'm super dark because I always look, uh, I, would, I hate to say it, I look forward to it because I'm not looking forward to the people being dead. I'm just looking forward to sort of seeing that list of people that have checked out Because, you know, there's some good, there's some bad, uh, but it's it's always sort of um, it's a bit jarring for me. I don't know. I hate to fixate on death, but I mean, I I do. I just do. We just lost the singer of the specials uh, a couple of days ago, in case you missed that. And and so many people just in my life, I won't say recently, but uh, yeah, kind of kind of a little recently you know nobody in my age demographic recently but people that i grew up with and it's it's a stark contrast to look at your life where it is now and juxtapose all these different people that were in it as you grew up and and people from childhood and so forth and it's, i think it's hard for for me and i'm thinking a lot of other people to see those people pass on uh kind of beyond the veil if you will and um it's weird man it's just weird so it was a weird episode of the Golden Girls where uh, someone dies and Dorothy says something to the effect of uh, it, it pushes her to the front of the line. I think she was she was speaking um, if Sophia died in the episode, you know, it was saying, you know, it pushes her to the front of the line. And I think there's something to that. I think there's so. There's some truth in that for sure. But, yeah, I mean, that's just where I've been lately. I've been uh, dabbling in the darkness. And I've tried my best to not listen to anything you know that I usually listen to, so I've listened to a lot of other things. I love David Goggins. if you have never listened to his work i I suggest it highly. <laughs> it's amazing work. I've never uh read nor listened to his books but i've I've listened to a number of his interviews, and he touched on this the other day, and it struck a chord with me because I think it resonates with me so much. Because if you look at the great works of of it, whether it's poetry, whether it's music, whether it's art, what have you. So often those great works come out of great darkness. I mean, yeah, there's the party songs. There's the happy poetry. There's the pop art, I guess. But I think we can all sort of agree that so much of the work. That we look at and say that's a great song or that's great art or that was great poetry or even a great book or what have you. There's so much darkness that brought about that work. And David Goggins kind of touched on that. He said, um, I'll paraphrase a bit, but he was saying for him, he kind of dwells in that darkness and he uses that darkness to to make himself better. He uses that darkness to to teach him lessons and to grow from that darkness. So that's kind of why I put that in this evening's, um, I guess, synopsis of the show. How to harness the darkness for light. I was having to look at the cliff notes of my own show. (laughs) But I think that's the key, folks. I think we've got to sort of harness the darkness for light. That's what I've tried to do quite a bit lately, as I've just just kind of bathed in the darkness and tried to figure out if I want to put out another show or not, or whether or not I just want to save the money, scrap the whole thing, pull all the content down and call it a stinking day. <laughs> you know? I'm not being dramatic. I'm not doing this for effect. I'm not doing this for people to say, no, John, please don't go. <laughs> what about the Fab Four? What about Paul and Ringo? No, I'm not. I'm not doing it for that, folks. I'm just being real with you. I mean, <clears throat> that that thought has entered my mind about a million times and I can't think of a reason not to. <laughs> I really can't. I was having a conversation with my daughter the other day and it turned dark as well. And I basically was, you know, she's she's at that age where you can tell her so much stuff about the real world, and about what's really going on. But, I mean, you don't want to just delve into full blast. This is where it all lies. It's all pedophiles. It's all Satanists. They're all coming to kill us all. You know, they're coming to take us away. So you don't want to go that deep into the deep end of the pool. But I did have to say, you know, I'm going to teach you everything I know and then some. Because I want not just her. I want everyone In the younger generation, in the older generation, in whatever generation you happen to be in because I don't care. I think the boomer generation has taken so much heat lately. I've said this on other shows, but it's always this – it's the boomers, man. It's the boomers. And I'm just like, where did this come from that the the boomers is this sort of like disparaging remark and tone thrust upon (laughs) the baby boomer generation? I don't know. It's just – it's comical really, but – Anyway, more to the point, what I was saying is I'm going to teach you everything I can, and I want you to know so much more than I know. And I'm going to teach you the reality of our surroundings, not just the sanitized for your protection bull that you're going to get out of the history books, the newspapers, the propaganda mills, and so forth. So, you know, I was trying to do that, but, you know, in true me fashion, I said, you know, I'll do all that and so much more, but just in case, you know. If I happen to have a Gary Webb moment or if I happen to have a uh, a Michael Hastings moment, and I didn't say that, but I said, you know, I'm going to do everything I can and then some. But just in case, there's a show, you know, the one I do, the Anomic Age. Yeah, there's, I don't know, 300 some plus odd. If you count all the full broadcasts and the information breakdown segments of which this is. So there's a nice little back catalog of not really my information, but other people's information that I would suggest she listen to and everyone listen to. So in the event of my absence or untimely demise, there's a big catalog of stuff you can uh, call upon, at least as long as it's upon the intro web. So there's that. Anyway, folks, I don't know where I'm going with this whole thing. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the darkness and and I want people to to try to take the holidays with a grain of salt. Please. Don't get caught up. Don't get caught in the mosh. <laughs> What's that? And that's an old testament song, caught in the mosh, or is it Exodus? I think it's Exodus. That old thrash band Exodus. Caught in the mosh. I do believe that's it. I could be mistaken. But don't get caught in the mosh, folks. Don't get caught in the mosh. Please. Because it's easy to fall down that uh, pit of despair, that morass of hopelessness, but try not to. Try not to take it all so seriously. Try to just tell everyone to bugger off at the very least, okay? I don't know if they still do it, but long ago when I liked Coast to Coast AM, it was Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. And I've always been a night owl. I think that's self-evident because it's 3 a.m. almost here on the East Coast. But I loved Art Bell, and I think I was listening to him, I want to say in high school, but if not, certainly right after. And this is in the cassette days, so I would have a timer on my cassette deck in my room, and I would record the Art Bell show at night, because I'd stay up as late as I could, but I usually wouldn't stay up till 3 on those nights, because I had to go to school and such, you know. But then I'd listen to them in the car on the mornings, on the ride in. And, uh, I suppose more to the point, I, I believe Art always did this, and, uh, even, even George Norrie would do the holiday shows on Christmas, especially because, because Christmas is that time of year where folks do get depressed and it's very high rates of suicide and the like. And I mean, in case you missed it, folks, we are just off the charts in suicide, especially after this whole COVID thing (laughs) i just leave it at that because i am streaming live on youtube right now so i'd like to kind of stay there for a couple minutes but anyway so yeah we're off the charts after psyop 19 with suicides with spousal abuse with self-harm with drug abuse with drinking and alcoholism and just people going darn near cuckoo for cocoa puffs folks Well, that's one thing I always kind of liked about the old Coast to Coast show is that they would do a Christmas Eve and Christmas Day edition for all those folks who might have felt the least bit downtrodden. So I don't know. I'm not necessarily doing this for those that are downtrodden. But then again, I guess I am because it is Christmas Eve, folks. So happy. uh, Merry Christmas Eve. I never know what to say to these things. Happy Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve. I don't know. Nevertheless, there's that. So, folks, you're not in this alone. To quote a great youth of today record, you're not in this alone. (laughs) So, you're not, folks. So, if you're feeling a little downtrodden, if you're feeling a little blue, if you're feeling hopeless, (laughs) I can understand. I am your guy if you're feeling in that vein, I promise. So, you're not in this alone, folks. Don't do anything crazy. Please. We all are going to have to uh, get together if we're going to uh, put up any sort of resistance. I don't think we're going to put up any resistance, but on the off chance we do, we need you. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, folks, we can't do this alone and you're not in this alone. So don't feel the least bit down or at least if you do kind of take it with a grain of salt Take a deep breath, perhaps say a little prayer and think, well, hey, at least I'm not in Ireland where I'm getting jailed for reading the Bible. <clears throat> I'm not getting uh, I'm not getting jailed as the woman for saying a silent prayer to herself. So, I mean, there's great. There's there's that <laughs> Like you could be there and you might be. But if you are, folks, <clears throat> think twice before you do anything crazy. Because we all need each other around. So don't get too down. Don't take this whole thing too seriously. I've just... I've tried my best to just take it all with a grain of salt in the last few weeks, folks. I really have. I've turned it all off, and I think that's healthy. You got to disconnect from time to time. And even if it's cold outside, kiddies, it's good to get grounded to the earth. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a hippie. I'm not going to start rubbing patchouli on myself, smoking weed, and get in a drum circle. I certainly don't recommend that, but... uh Getting grounded is kind of key. You can take your shoes off, even if it's a little little nippy outside, and just connect to the earth. I don't recommend walking around in glyphosate uh, or any of that stuff, you know. So you you might want to make sure that where you're walking, they haven't sprayed for weeds lately. But uh, get connected with the earth, folks, indeed. And this is going to sound extremely hokey. (laughs) But I went caroling this night with the fam. We went to a couple of houses. It was actually pretty doggone fun. And I was feeling bleak beyond definition before I did that. And I can assure you, I'm not a singer. But uh, it was fun. We got out there and did a little singing, went to some houses, did some caroling. And I organized this whole thing. How, how Scrooge is that? <laughs> so I'm trying to de-scrooge myself a bit. <clears throat> So, yeah, do stuff like that, folks. Get out there. Kind of be an active participant in life. Even if you despise and loathe the humans and animals like I do, sometimes try to be an active participant in life. And I think this – so much of what we live in now is just – is the inversion of reality and is, it is the reverse of the way we are supposed to live. I'll give you a short anecdote, and then I'll call it a night. But my wife and I were talking about this tonight on the way home. And we passed by one of the many closed uh, video rental stores. You know, the blue and the yellow one. Yeah, it's now a mattress store. But nevertheless, we were all just sort of longing for that time, the much more simplistic time where you just rolled up in a video store on the weekend. You spent 20 minutes or more wandering around, and and, and they're... There was that human connection, folks, and I think that is what is one of the integral key elements that is causing so much despair, suicide, homicide, spousal abuse, self-harm, alcoholism, drug addiction, and so forth. All the goodies, you know, the ones we lead the planet in. I think there is something to this whole thing. I know there is. So, we could talk about the 5G. We could talk about the foods. We could talk about the water. We could talk about the chemtrails. We could talk about it all. And many of those things we can do something about. But here's one I know darn well we can do something about. We can start connecting with each other again. Not in a sick, twisted way. No, no, no. Not like the pedophile drag queen story hour thing. Not like that. Connecting with each other on the human level. Saying hi saying Merry Christmas, helping people out, hold the door open for strangers, saying, hey, buddy, how's it going? Just talking, the small talk thing. That's what I mentioned with the closing of the video stores. You no longer have the small talk thing. You no longer have that store you go into. The guy or girl knows your name. They know you like action or horror or comedy or adventure or what have you. And they're like, hey, have you seen this? Oh, well, I haven't, but I've seen this. You know, that that interaction with the humans yeah, I, I loathe it on many levels, but I think we need it, folks. I do. Because I think it keeps us sane. I think it keeps our mental faculties clicking. And I think that's what we are supposed to do. We're supposed to talk to each other, not on stupid devices, pods, pads, and other idiocy. Not streaming over Wi-Fi. We're supposed to talk to each other in person, folks. So if nothing else, I'd say try to get a little grounded Touch the ground with your tootsies over the holiday season. If you got nobody or if you got a lot of people, just try to communicate with someone. Just a little bit. I don't recommend it. I hate crowds. I hate the noise and the nightmare that the next 48 hours will be in many regards. But... I think we need that uh that, that interaction, you know. Don't get stupid. If it becomes a sort of this this antagonistic sparring match of words and check out of that situation. Pull the ripcord immediately <laughs> and get out of it. But you know what I mean, folks. We can all do a little bit better. We can all say Merry Christmas to somebody. We can all shake some hands, we can all just do a little something, something to make ourselves feel a little more human. <laughs> Because to quote the great Norman Bates, we all go a little mad sometimes. So in order to counteract the madness, I think we all got to kind of do our part just a little bit. Just a little something something. I think that's all we need to do. Just a little something here. A little something there. Don't delve into the news. Don't delve into the media. Dare I say, don't even dare into some of my own shows. (laughs) All right. Maybe a little bit. All right. But keep it light, folks. Keep it fun and try to try to stay sane over these next few days to weeks because it's going to be a bear. And I'll try to be here with you a little bit more present. I got a show coming up on the 27th with a guest. I will sort of leave dangling right now, but it's a guest that you will not want to miss on the 27th. And I'm going to start booking shows again, I promise. I'm just sort of been taking a little me time to recoup. Recoup those uh, little fragmented pit bits and, and pits of sanity. But nevertheless, folks, that's what we got to do. We got to get together. We got to communicate and we got to talk a little bit. Avoid the negative. Avoid the satanic. Avoid those uh, members of the family and populace that you know shall be problematic. But nevertheless... Just say hey to the checkout girl, say hi to the guy or or gal behind you in line, say Merry Christmas, say Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever. Just do a little talking if you can, if you will. Then you can share the links. You can say, hey, I've been listening to this great show called, uh, what is it called again? The Anomic Age, the John Age Project, that one. Yeah, it's at AnomicAge.com. It's a great show. There's this guy. He comes on. He talks and says. All right, folks. I'm circling the uh, the airport. I got to bring this bird in for a landing because it's uh, it's three oh six. I got to get up in a couple hours. So we can't do everything, but we can do something. Please do your part. Make that difference. Thank you so much, Dale. Thank you so much, man. We got to get you on the show again for sure. I hope you are feeling much better. Folks, you can't do everything, but you can do something. Please get out there and do your parts, Make that difference. Merry Christmas. Have a great holiday, folks. I'm going to try to come back sooner than later here in the economic Age. I know this ran a little long, but I had a lot to say. We'll see you, folks. Be safe out there. Have a Merry Christmas, and I'll see you sooner than later. Over and out. Have a good one Oh, over that can move